That's a that's a really old school doorbell. Sorry, who are you? I just <laughs> I just wanted to talk to you about God. <laughs> oh yeah, thank you. Thanks for having me here. Um, this is Cooks. Daniel Connell is a comedian. He's a dad, a sports fan. He's a child of the water from Batemans Bay on the New South Wales south coast. He's a maker of sandwiches and not a fan of sitting to eat. But most importantly, Daniel's a very, very funny bloke. He's an absolutely masterful stand-up and an all-around great guy. So enjoy this conversation as Daniel Connell cooks. Daniel, tell me what you're making for me today. <laughs> Shall we start it? Yeah, let's get into it. What am I? Well, James, thanks for uh, coming over to my house for starters. I am making a prawn sandwich. I gathered because mm-hmm. I asked you if you needed anything um, before I came over. Yeah. And you said, can you get me some prawns <laughs> and, and some bread? <laughs> so I put two and two together and I thought... He's going to make a bloody prawn sandwich here. <laughs> and I've already got the seafood sauce in, oh, the, in the fridge. So you can make your own. What, is, what actually is seafood sauce? Well, a lot of people will just often mix mayonnaise and tomato sauce together mm. to get a seafood sauce. Oh, yeah. And it's not too far off that, really. This one will probably have a little bit more mustardy sort of spice Ooh, in it, a little yeah. bit of lemon oil, Ooh, yeah. herb extract. Some people like to make their own, make their own but... I just think these are just... Not this guy. Yeah, you want to make it as easy. You want to get it yeah. in your mouth as quick as possible. That's what I say. <laughs> I've always said that about, about everything in life. <laughs> okay, so, so we've, got, we've got a bag of prawns. Bag of prawns, which I haven't seen this before. Yeah. It's like a chook bag. Yeah, it is, isn't it? I was surprised as well. I mean, I've got to say, I was actually... Even though your, your instructions to me are pretty pretty clear yeah you're like seven prawns mm. if it's just you yeah and then you're like if you want some get another seven <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah so i got i got 14 i threw in another i got i got a baker's 14 so okay. i've got, got 15 prawns in there but I was, I was actually questioning everything <laughs> because they're whole prawns do you want whole prawns absolutely oh, okay yeah yeah right. so then you just peel them down okay. to the meat down okay. to the flesh um, so these are actually quite big for a prawn sandwich. I, I said to get tiger prawns. Are these tigers? Allegedly. Are they? they're not. Let me have a look. I worked in... Um... Oh, they're a Crystal Bay. So they are, they are a type of, you know, they're pretty close. They're still going to taste delicious. Good. Well, we might get seconds then. I worked in, a, in Woolies growing up from 15 to, say, 19, 20. I worked in seafood, seafood section. No way. So... On the coast, in beautiful Batemans Bay. So. This is in Batemans Bay, okay. Seafood was very popular in my gob. <laughs> <laughs> See, I feel like I feel like growing up in... Do you want to start peeling while we're talking? Yeah, yeah, let's get into it. And, and tell, do you want a hand? No, no, I'll do it. It's all right. I feel like um, I've grown up in Melbourne my whole life. Mm-hmm. And I feel like... Seafood here has not really been as much of a thing as you'd expect, like living on, on a bay. No, most of, the, most of you know, the Australian population lives around the coastline. But I feel like it's not really – seafood is not as big a thing, at least in my life, as I feel like it should have been. But in, in Batemans, was it, was it different? I would, I would agree with that, Melbourne. I, I think once you, you've got to go, sort of get down to 
you get down to your, your Mornington's, your Frankston's, your Lawns, you know, that part, of, you start to, seafood's a bit more prominent, I think. Yeah. You'll see little prawn bands and things. Yeah. But yeah, in the city, like the, yeah, it's not, it's more of a coffee culture than a prawn it, culture. It is a bit, and doesn't really, coffee doesn't pair all that well with fish, I Well, think. it depends, yeah. I don't drink coffee, so I couldn't tell you. But you do drink fish. <laughs> <laughs> I so, love a schooner of fish. <laughs> uh, yeah, so Bateman's Bay, very prominent. Because Bateman's Bay's main export is oysters. Ah, so Clyde River oysters are yeah. w- what that town is all about. All right. So I grew up, um, like Dad and I used to go most Sundays, and we'd just be able to go five minutes away from home, the Cullendala Creek it's called, and just go and get, like either take the fishing rods and get some fish, but... Sometimes we wouldn't even fish. We'd just walk straight in and get mussels straight off the, like just big bunches of mussels off the rocks or off, out of the sand and just take them home and have them for lunch. That is just, that's, that is idyllic. Yeah, straight on the barbecue. Jesus. Um, where you go. Uh, Do you want to eat one to test it? Oh, hell yeah. You've now, got, first of all, before we move on, sorry to interrupt, but do you take the poo shooter out or do you leave it in when you peel a prime? Oh, I take it out. See, I leave it in. Why is that? Because all it is is sand. It's just salt. There's just more flavour for you. Yeah. All they eat, they just, prawns just, they don't, they're not eating, they're not going up to a fish and eating its ass, you know. <laughs> prawns, they're just in the sand, burrowing around. They have a reputation as filthy animals though, don't they? Um, what do you bottom mean? feeders. Well, yeah, they are bottom feeders, yeah. but what's on the bottom in the ocean? Yeah, exactly. I think when I, when I think of bottom feeders, I just think that they're feeding off bottoms. Yeah. It's right. more of a, it's more yeah. of a word association with me. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's something about removing the re- removing the the noose of the uh, of the prawn. To me, it's a it's just it's a mental hurdle. I need to yeah, I need right. to remove it. Mm. So you don't like your anus as much. <laughs> I prefer. Well, it's not really the anus, is it? It's just the it's the colon, the colon down to the the colon tract. Anyway, yeah, do you, I do, don't mind taking. I'm happy to take it out for you today. Do prawns have anuses? I guess that's well, they'd have to, wouldn't they? Actually, they have sphincters. They'd have to. If we have any uh, biologists listening, that'd be <laughs> good to know. Mm. Yeah. Nice, yeah. <laughs> what was it called? Crystal Bay. Oh, they were. The classic Crystal Bay. There we go. Crystal Bay. See that? I just looked at them. Yeah. Jeez, you're good. Got it. So, but, so you're, you're a bit of a sly dog here because... It's unfair. So, it's unfair. <laughs> <laughs> you've had a you've had a few interesting journeys in in your career. You so you worked at Woolies in the seafood section. Yeah, started big. You've you've, you've also you've cooked as well though. You've, yeah, you've had lots of time in kitchens. Yeah, unfortunately, I um that was the trade I chose after school, cooking. I did commercial three, uh, sorry, certificate three in commercial cookery at TAFE. And what does that involve? Like, what, what? Two years of um, everything in the kitchen, um, theory, and then you got to do, to become qualified as a chef, I think you had to do about, I can't remember the exact amount of hours, but it was a shitload of hours, like 3,000, does that sound too many? Great. Maybe not that many, 2,000? 2,000 hours maybe, that sounds a bit more realistic. Jeez, it's not to overwhelm the kids at the start of the course. Just need to tick this small box, which is two thousand yeah. hours of, of work. But that's kind of post. That's post year two, two years in tape. So wow, 
So you, yeah, I, I, I did the two years, and then I, I, I don't know what I was doing. I, I can't say I liked it. Um, there was nothing really about it that I liked. It was weird. I had a couple of really good mates that I did it with, and um, that was kind of the we just go and drive down to Maria, which is about twenty minutes from Batman's Bay, and it was always like Wednesday night, so we'd go to the pub or the movies after. That's probably what I enjoyed most. And then, yeah, then I moved to Jindabyne yes. after that and, and worked in a kitchen for about four years up there. I went up for one winter to do a, sn- a snow season and ended up staying for, yeah, four. And what were you doing? Like, what, what were you cooking? So I was, in a, I was mainly in a, um, a sport and recreation camp. So a huge camp for school kids who come up and go to the snow. And then in summertime, they just on the lake, just in canoes and stuff. It's just like a, a week camp. There's ropes courses and all that sort of shit. Beauty. And you're feeding them breakfast, lunch, and tea. Oh, my God. And it was, yeah, just massive 400 kids. So just like if you cooked a beef stroganoff or something, it was in a boat, like a vat, <laughs> a vat that you needed a, a paddle, a boat paddle to stir. Not even okay. mine. Yeah, like all that right. sort of size stuff. That's yeah. serious. Yeah, and then I, I dabbled in, uh, when the work was a bit quieter there, I, I worked in an Italian restaurant in Jindabyne in the, in the town. And that was all right. The guy was a bit of a prick, but it was, yeah, kitchen time. But I, I knew then in that real high-end, you know, high-pressure kitchen of, in the Italian restaurant that it wasn't for me. Why is that? Uh, I think I, like, I, I do like doing things myself. I think I've always really liked being able to call the shots myself and not that I don't like bosses. I, I, I've definitely had some bosses in different jobs that I loved, mm. you know, but I just didn't um, – so it just wasn't for me that that um, calling the chef, yes, chef, and answering like that. It's just not – it's just they could make it so much better. And I think it is getting better now. I think it's not like it was back then. That's probably – geez, that's only 20 years ago now. Cooking has become so popular and almost like championed. You know, chefs are kind of yeah. like footballers these days. Yeah. Um, which is terrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, footballers are much better role models. Yeah. Um, but I feel like there's sort of in the, in the public's mind not much of an appreciation for the grind that is working in a kitchen. Oh, it's, that it's like, yeah, when, when MasterChef started... I remember just laughing, just thinking, this is nothing like like the real thing. Yeah. And I, th- I always thought about those young kids that would watch MasterChef and then be like, oh, I'm going to do that. And then they get into like, you know, some Italian restaurant in the suburbs yeah. and just get screamed at all yeah. night and go home abs- off your feet. Like you just worked to the bone. You just, I'm, like I've done full comedy festivals where you just feel absolutely knackered at the end, but it's not until the end. Like every night in a kitchen... You you just go home so so tired, mentally drained and physically just yeah. I take my hat off to anyone that does it and enjoys it. Interestingly, by the way, you've been shelling these prawns like maintaining eye contact the entire time, which is slightly <laughs> unnerving but also really impressive. That was the quickest shelling of fifteen prawns I've ever seen. Well, no, I've been, fourteen because you gobbled one. I gobbled one. I've had comp- I've been in competitions before in my life where. Prawn peeling competitions. No way. Yeah, just from all those years in the Woolies, like a customer would come up and be like, can I try one? You get pretty good at the old head off, tail off, body off, poo shooter. <laughs> yeah. What's next? What are we doing next? So we have okay, a bowl so, of prawns. So you just peel your uh, 
You just want your flesh. Everybody knows what that looks like, the orange prawns. Uh, here's a little tip for people playing at home. One good thing to do with your prawn shells, if it's not bin night, freeze them. Just pop them in the freezer. All your shells. No way. So they don't stink everything out. So. No way. Yeah. I, I heard of... Um, not heard of that before? No, I haven't at all. As I was saying, I was like, surely everybody knows about this. Not already, at all. There you go. And this is something that I think is going to come out from cooks, which is that <laughs> everyone has their own little things happening in the kitchen. Yes, yeah. Like, that's, my, that's my dad's favourite thing. Christmas Day, um, <laughs> Christmas Day, we always have prawns and oysters over in Bateman's Bay for Christmas, and I think he enjoys freezing the prawn heads more than the rest of the, anything else in the day. He more loves, than eating them. Yeah, he loves, like... <laughs> Gathering them all up after everyone's eaten, we're like, right out, pop those in the freezer. Bin days, not until four nights. Yeah, that won't stink. Yeah. Put them next to my keys so I don't yeah. forget the car. <laughs> yeah, you'll put a post note or something on the fridge. Prawn, prawn shells in freezer. <laughs> we'll be straight back to the show in a second, but I just wanted to check in and see how you're doing. You having fun? If you like the cut of Daniel's jibe, there's a special bonus episode for our Patreon subscribers. In that episode, we go into depth about Daniel's love of taking risks and some advice he has for up-and-comers. Just head to patreon.com slash cookspodcast. That's patreon.com slash cookspodcast for more info. And there's also a link in the show notes. And while I've got you, Daniel's also got a brand new comedy special out called Gutless Wonder. It's on YouTube. It's free to watch. It's one hour. I put a link in the show notes as well. Do yourself a favor and go and check it out. All right, enough from me. Let's get cooking. All right, so these these prawns have a little... Mm. This sandwich has a bit of a place in your heart, does it? Yeah, yeah. It's just... it's. Um, I love. First of all, I love them. I love the taste yeah. and... I must admit, I did go off prawns for about after I finished at Woolies because I just ate so many in those Woolies years. Like I just ate so many prawns <laughs> and seafood extender, and it's a great little snack, isn't it? They're oh, very easy to smash, yeah. Especially if they've already been shelled. Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, I used to go and do four till eight. I used to finish school, high school, and then go do four till eight, do the closing shift, and pack it all up and melt all the ice and put the fish in the freezer. And I'd go. Mum would have dinner for me when I got home, and I just couldn't eat because I'd just be full of seafood every night. Did you stink? I smell the worst. I smell like a mixture of bleach and fish guts, basically. So how long were you single for during that? Oh, the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) It was funny. My dad used to pick me up before I had my peas, and he'd all the windows in the car would already be down before I got in, and he would just be like, "Whoa!" and Winter, middle of winter, driving home, just freezing our faces off. Good times. Um, so you got your, you peel your, your prawns. Mm-hmm. I've known people who like to put a splash of vinegar on them while Ooh, they're just yeah. in the in the bowl, the flesh. Um, I don't do that. Fresh bread. So we've got two plates out for us here. You can't see that on where you're listening, but they're lovely blue, mm. small sandwich plates. And they remind me of the ocean. Yeah, beautiful. That's what we've gone for there. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, they're very nostalgic, these Christmas Day. Always have a couple of prawn sangers. To be honest, I don't eat a lot of bread anymore. I don't know if you do. Do you eat much bread? Bread is about 80% of my diet. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why, why, why the, the lack of love for bread? 
constipation mainly. Oh, really? um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know what it is about Brett and me, but we don't, you know. Yeah. I'm yeah. happy to be, I'll be clogged up for a month after Christmas Day and I'm happy, happy to do it. So you said that this, this infant laxative here was for your son. But <laughs> a, I can see a little colloxal infant drops constipation relief. Goes in every yeah. cup of tea I have. There we go. Um, no, I, I, I don't know. Brett, Brett, I, I eat a little bit of multigrain. Um, oh, yeah. I, don't, I probably should point out I don't get constipated for a month, just quietly. <laughs> or constipated often, if you must know. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Bread, bread just... Uh, Has it always disagreed with you or is this a recent thing? Oh, it doesn't disagree with me. Yeah. It's more of a diet thing, just trying yeah. to be healthy. Because white, white bread is obviously on the nose with society. It is a bit, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I want to bring it back. Yeah, and, but I make an exception for a prawn sandwich. Okay, that's You get yeah. the freshest, whitest bread you can get. Now, you can have other bread. If you're sitting at home thinking, oh, I don't like white bread, well, get fresh whatever you eat. But if you eat white bread, you can't go wrong. Now, I brought you a couple of options here, and I'm not sure if I've made a mistake because... You got I'm, sourdough. I wouldn't, I wouldn't have a prawn sanger on sourdough. Yeah, I, yeah. Had, I, had, the, I had the Philippa's sourdough because I'm mm. like, I don't know if you can take Dan's going to go high Make love to that later. Yeah, I will. <laughs> and then I got... Then I get the um, the Woolies white bread, but then I then I was kind of thinking, oh, maybe we should have got your classic bloody what do you call it? I went to call it sorbent, sorbent. <laughs> your classic wonder soft or something. Yeah, wonder wonder white. Wonder That's white. One. Yeah, your classic uh, wonder white. Would that yeah, be that? I wouldn't go that. I would go to a baker's delight and okay. get a fresh white loaf. If okay. you've got a baker's delight or a bakery, get yeah. a fresh white loaf made that morning. Yeah, okay. ideally, you know that real soft oh, yeah. sponge in the oh, middle. Yeah. So just lay them out. Bit of butter. Don't go crazy with your butter, just a nice lather on all your bread. Um, yeah, so I'd, I'd probably have two two on Christmas Day, prawn sandwiches, and maybe one on Boxing Day. What time of day are we talking? Midday, yeah. Does it have to tick over to, yeah, to the afternoon? It does, I reckon, yeah. I how, about, how about Boxing Day? Same, yeah. Mm, it's a leftovers yeah. day, and Dad and I normally fight over the last bits of fresh bread. Sometimes too, if I'm just on the run and I'm home for Christmas and there's prawns left, I'll just have one piece of bread and just bend it in half and have your prawns in the middle. Absolute renegade. And then get back out to backyard cricket and send a couple of bounces down to my nephews. What does Boxing Day look like for you? Like that, just bounces for my nephews. (laughs) (laughs) Launching absolute bounces and bean balls at their head. They (laughs) relive my past. (laughs) Boxing Day to me is absolutely sacred. It's like... Pretty much phone off. Oh, I'm really? Not, I'm not contacting anyone. If a message comes through to me, there's a 90% chance I won't reply. Yeah. Uh, eating food, mm. boxer shorts all day, yeah. keeping with the theme. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, cricket on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, I'm not leaving the confines of my, I was going to say house, it includes garden. Yeah. Not going, and not just going anywhere. And I am mm. eating leftovers. Mm. Absolutely just gluttonous. Yeah complete, yeah. complete gluttony. I do like to pull the ripcord around Christmas time. It is nice just to let it loose. Oh yeah. Mm, for a couple of days. Absolutely. Put on three or four kilos. Absolutely. <laughs> um, do you do you eat Christmas pudding? Yeah, so here's the thing. My mum makes Christmas pudding. Same. And it's how how good is mum's Christmas Unbelievable. pudding? Unbelievable. Mum's is yeah. I don't know if I, if I ate it all the time. I don't know if I'd appreciate it as much. But just for that sort of two weeks that it's around, mm. Christmas, it la- she makes two big ones, so they last a little while. Oh, yeah. Ice cream custard. 
Oh yeah. So mum makes, uh, she does the brandy custard mm-hmm. and then she lights the pudding on fire mm-hmm. and throws it in the bin <laughs> and kicks the bin down the street. <laughs> uh, pudding's on fire and then, yeah, the brandy custard over the top with your vanilla ice cream. Mm-hmm. Oh, have it, have it with a little dessert wine. Have you done that? Nah. Oh my God. Just have it with a cup of tea. <laughs> What's is, dessert wine? It's like a. I don't really drink wine. It's like a little. It's like a white wine. Yeah. But it's really sweet. And you, like people call it sticky, like sticky wine. It's really mm. sugary. <laughs> <laughs> have it with a Christmas pudding. Oh, you, will, you will never look at Christmas pudding the same way. <laughs> um, uh, so these, these prawn sangers, mm. I don't want to spoil anything here, but. Um, these also have a little, make a, a guest appearance in a special of yours. Yes. Yes. So we um, filmed a couple of comedy specials for the first time over this year, 2022, and they'll be out soon, 2023. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, because I've got a, I've got a, a gag about, um, it just leads into talking about prawn sandwiches and asking the crowd who has prawn sandwiches. And it's, it's quite disappointing. Like, you, if I... I'd ask so many people this question, and if I, I probably asked a crowd of a hundred, you know, twenty times, who eats prawn sandwiches, and it was never more than ten, which was so disappointing. <laughs> but then I'd ask who eats prawns, and probably half the crowd ate prawns. And then, like, I'd, I'd ask them if they've had a prawn sandwich, and a very small amount would say yes. Out of the fifty that eat prawns, I'd be just baffled. Like, you, you are missing out. You are absolutely missing out on one of life's great treats. It's right there in front of you. Yeah, this look of disgust on your face. Oh, it's right unbelievable! Here. I just don't, I don't understand it. It's, it's up there for me with um, like blokey blokes, tough guys want to be alpha male blokes. Won't go to like day spas, but that is you, such a good I, point. you don't understand how good massages are at yeah. day spas. You got to, you know, you got to let that barrier down of looking a bit feminine for a day. Yeah. And just yeah. get a massage, for God's sake. That is That's up there with my prawn, prawn sandwich beef. Like, like if I went out there now and went onto a job site and I said, who's the, who's the Aussiest sort of rough, won't change his ways, alpha male bloke on this job site? And I'd say, come with me. And I'd take him straight to a date spa, give him a full body. Not myself. I don't, well, I could, but I reckon just get one of the staff to do it and then take him out for lunch and make him a prawn sandwich. He'd go back to the job site, a whole new man. <laughs> okay, how couldn't you? We really got away from the prawn sandwich. Yeah, we did. We did. Hang on. We will, yeah, let, let's come back to it, actually. Because I'm staring at these bread. four pieces of bread. I You've buttered got, them. Yeah, all right. You've got the salt and pepper out. Got the salt and pepper out. Should we start to put them together? Yeah, let's, let's assemble. So you just want, you've got your two pieces of bread flat out, buttered. Mm-hmm. Picture that at home. Beautiful mm-hmm. white fluffy bread. And I'm just taking the... Prawn flesh, shaped like a smiley face, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Picture mm-hmm. that in the orange. Um, no poo shooters, no legs, no heads, no tails. And I'm just sort of strategically popping. Well, that's what, how many is that going to fit? That's six because they're big prawns. So you're only going to get six on these singers. Um, and you just want them, you want to put them down strategically so you've got a bit of prawn covering all surface of the bread. Basically. So there's a little bit of, a little bit of. Overlapping of the prawns, almost yeah, like you a, sort of you, just it's tuck them. like you're making a prawn yin and yang. Yeah, you sort of tuck them in. Yeah, tuck them in the bed, ready to go down the down the hatch. There's two left, so we may as well eat those. Cheers, yeah. cheers. Two left. 
Mm. Oh, yeah. Really nice prawn. That is a nice prawn. It actually tastes fresh, which is random. Where do you get them from? Woolies. They'd be freshly defrosted, but they, mm. they taste They're nice. quite nice. Yeah. Mm. Nice work. They do taste a little bit different from a, a target prawn, actually. Mm. A bit saltier. Saltier, not as sweet. Yeah. yeah. Tiger prawns are... I only say tiger prawns because they're just smaller and you get more on, but any sort of cooked prawn is delish. All right, what are we doing now? Well, now you just put a little bit of salt and pepper on. You don't have to, but I like to. Probably more salt than pepper. Just a little... little. You can hear that cracking there on the... Oh, oh, that was me kicking the ukulele over. Fell over. Then a little bit of pepper, not to, not more pepper than salt. You want more salt than pepper, in my opinion. A little bit on. So now they're looking salt, they're peppered, they're buttered, prawn flesh is on. Then I'm just going to take it, just a standard home brand, whatever you get from, whatever brand you choose. Just go to Woolies, Coles, wherever you, IGA, mm. wherever you shop. Make one if you want a seafood sauce, but I wouldn't bother. Mm. Takes up too much time. Um, if you've only got mayonnaise and tomato sauce, mix those together. Oh, yeah. And you're laughing. Okay. Um, some people like to put lemon squeeze on or okay. vinegar, as I said before. I don't bother about that. Mm. I like to let the, t- the, I want the prawn mm. to be the, mm. you know, the real dominant thing mm. jumping around my The hero. Spots. Yeah. Well, well put. Okay. It was already a hero. It's even more of a hero <laughs> once it gets in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Then you just basically squirt. I would do like a, yeah, the best way to describe it, just like a circle around basically. Try to cover it all. But once you put the top bit of bread on, you will find it'll squish down and cover most of you. Just want to make sure every bite you get, you're in paradise basically. <laughs> every bite has a bit of the zesty sauce, yeah. bit of salt, bit of pepper, bit of prawn, bit of fresh bread. Oh, yeah. Going in. Then you just pop the top on. Lovely. Push it down. Bush, 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 like that. And then you've got your prawn sanger, mate. Are we cutting it in half or no. you just gobble the whole thing? It's wasting time. You, you're wasting time cutting it in half. It's all going in, the, it's all coming out the same way. Unless you want to cut it in half, you can cut it in half. <laughs> it sounds like to I'm me. dead against wasting time. You gotta, I've made these in the high pressure situation on Christmas Day where uncles, dad, brother-in-laws are sniffing around mm. wanting the same thing. So you've got to be quick. Got no time to make a seafood sauce. Got no mm. time to cut it. Mm. Get it made. Get it in your mouth. Paradise away. <laughs> <laughs> so the, 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 the theme to this, uh, to this sandwich, to this particular dish, is time is of the essence. I like it, yeah. Yeah, there's no time to waste. You're in a rush. Yeah, Pressure is on. Yeah. And you want to gobble. That's right. Yeah. Because they, they all avoid, you want to gobble. <laughs> Another one of the <laughs> sayings. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Took the words right out of my mouth. Uh, which is mine? Uh, the whole one. You can have the one with the hole. <laughs> <laughs> he's bought a bread, people listening at home. He's bought, like he, he's got two of the weirdest breads he could have even, I don't know where he went to buy these breads. One's a low fibre, low GI, but it's white and it's fluffy and it's going to do the trick. But you know how you sometimes get those fancy breads that they've just got a hole in them for some reason? That's right. And then you're saying that's, it doesn't happen with Baker's Delight. I panicked. <laughs> I don't think it's big enough that your prawn's going to fall out. I hope not. So do you want to talk a bit more or do you want to hook in? Because you're, you're not going to get much out of it. No, that's, that's right. 
Just moans. <laughs> Shall we dig into these prawn sandwiches? Mate, oh, my taste buds are just absolutely go. dancing. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs> oh, hello. Oh, that's good. Mm, a lot of flour coming off this. Very full up. Nice little zing. Nice little zing of the sauce. Mm. This is not a Sydney. <laughs> choking. <laughs> choking the, there's too much flour on this bread, isn't there? Trying to kill us. <laughs> this is not. <laughs> I took a breath in, it was just all flour. There's like a full packet of flour on this bread for some reason. What a mistake. I can see how this is unbelievably smashable. You're not sitting down at the table for this, are you? This is, this is you're making it mm. and you're standing <coughs> in the kitchen over the, over the kitchen bench. <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> this is so good. Um, and, uh, <coughs> and as you're choking, I think this is a pretty good opportunity to bring this to a close and just focus on smashing our prawn sandwiches. Mm. Daniel, thank you. Thank you for, no for making this prawn sandwich. <coughs> Hope everybody listening make, makes one. Please do. Especially people who eat prawns and have never had a prawn sandwich. I think they're my target demographic. It's a growth area. Mm. Definitely. Big opportunity. Let us know how you get on. <coughs> Definitely don't get floury bread. But once you get into it, oh, my God. Mm. Paradise. That's Cooks. Thanks for listening. Got over the flour. I've got rid of the flour now. I'm enjoying that. <laughs> Rule number one don't kill your guests on a <laughs> podcast.